Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Occam's razor is a philosophical rule, and that's a rule in a very soft sense there, that we can use to help us with problem solving. In philosophy, a razor is a tool used to eliminate, or shave off, options that might lead us astray. Occam's razor is one of the most popular examples and has made its way into popular culture, from the movie Contact to Sherlock Holmes to The Big Bang Theory. I imagine that a lot of you have heard of the famous razor before, which states that plurality should not be posited without necessity. While I'm sure that's perfectly clear for most of us, I'll still give you the benefit of doing a little unpacking on that phrase. Because plurality should not be posited without necessity seems a little dense, at least to me. The basic idea here is that when we're looking at competing ideas, we want to go with the one that has the fewest assumptions, or pluralities. Or another way that we could put that is that the simplest explanation is often preferable to a complex one. Of course, this rule on simplicity also isn't as simple as it seems. Today, we're going to be exploring Occam's razor and also looking at how we can apply it to come up with better solutions with our ADHD brains. If you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash Occam's razor. Before we get started, I also wanted to let everyone know about the ADHD Rewired live Q&A. On the second Tuesday of every month, I join Eric Tivers of ADHD Rewired and Brendan Mahan of ADHD Essentials at 10.30 a.m. Pacific for a live Q&A where we answer any questions that you might have about your ADHD. The next one is coming up on January 12th. You can register at ADHDrewired.com events. Come be a part of the first Q&A of the year. This month, we're going to be joined by the hosts of two new podcasts that will be joining the ADHD Rewired Network as well. So if you've got questions, make sure to go register at ADHDrewire.com slash events. Hope to see you there. All right, keep on listening to find out how you can avoid getting cut by Occam's Razor. Okay, so where does Occam's Razor come from then? Well, Occam's Razor, which is also known as the Law of Economy or Law of Parsimony, is attributed to William of Occam. A pretty great William, in my opinion. Now, it should also be mentioned that Occam wasn't the originator of this idea. He just used it so frequently in his writing that it kind of became what he was known for. The idea can be traced back as far as Aristotle with the more limited, if adequate, is always preferable, or Ptolemy with we consider it a good principle to explain phenomena by the simplest hypothesis possible. I think many people would attribute the idea that the simpler solution is the better one to just common sense. Although, I would like to also point out that there are a few fundamental errors that people often make with Occam's razor. The first error that people often make is that they view the razor as a scientific law, as in Newton's law of gravity or Mendel's law of independent assortment. This is both wrong from a scientific point and also in how we're supposed to apply these razors. Razors should be thought of as rules of thumb, a way of guiding your thinking instead of dictating your thinking. From this error, people often change that the simplest solution is preferable to the simplest solution is the correct solution. Well, experience can tell us that this isn't the case. We're also still missing a piece here. If we look at our definition from Aristotle, we have the more limited, if adequate, is always preferable. And what I'm looking at here is 
the if adequate part. Too often when we're making decisions, we don't have all the facts. And often we still have to make those decisions when we don't have all the facts. Let's say I'm thinking of going on a run and I hear a low rumble outside. And then I see a flash of light through the window. From just that information, I can assume that there's a storm probably coming in. But what if I also know that it's trash day, and that people dragging their bins out can also make a similar low rumble noise? Or what if I know someone outside is taking a picture with flash? Those two pieces of information change what the simplest explanation might be. When we're using Occam's razor, we're making conclusions based on the information we have. So in that example, I might assume it's a storm. But if I stick my head out the door and see someone taking out their trash and someone taking photos, I can update my conclusions because I have new information. And that changes how I apply Occam's razor. Now, of course, this is also a podcast on ADHD. So we should also be thinking about how Occam's razor applies with our ADHD brains. Often with ADHD, we overcomplicate things. Just take researching something, all the tabs, all the articles, just to make sure that, say, we're buying the right rice cooker. Part of this comes from the fact that we often approach things as all or nothing. Either we're completely invested in what we're doing, or we don't bother giving it a second thought. Let's think about how we might research something. I've absolutely spent an unwarranted amount of time researching rice cookers. Admittedly, I grew up in Hawaii, and culturally, we eat a lot of rice, so it's kind of an important appliance to me. Nonetheless, it's also not like I need to be spending hours looking at different rice cookers over the course of a few weeks to just finally pick one out that looks nice because I'm just tired of looking at rice cookers. And that's kind of the point with overcomplicating our research process. By spending all that time looking at every option and every opinion, I'm not coming to better conclusions. I'm just putting off my impulse buy. We're never going to have all the data, and pretending like we're going to reach that point where adding more information is going to make a better decision doesn't help us. I mean, take writing these episodes. I try and be informed as possible when I'm creating new episodes, and that means doing a lot of research and making sure that I'm not leading y'all in the wrong direction. But I really only have about a week to put each episode together. Maybe more if I'm ahead, but if I'm spending more than a week on an episode, that means I'm cutting into my time working on the next episode. As such, I've got a limited amount of time that I can spend doing research before I have to start writing, and then a limited amount of time before I have to start recording. This limit is incredibly valuable because it forces me to focus on what's important. Realistically, I could read hundreds of articles on Occam's Razor and how it could be applied, but that wouldn't be a good use of my time. So instead, when I'm approaching research for an episode, I look at what points I'm hoping to make. And then when researching, my focus is on finding information that will support or disprove those points. Since I don't have forever to do this, I also have to accept that I'm not going to have all the information when I start writing. And when we're doing something like buying a rice cooker, we also have to accept that we're not going to have all the information. Instead, we can start off by creating a quick list of the things we're looking for in a rice cooker. By creating this list first, I'm not just blindly looking at product after product and being wowed by features I don't actually care about. Of course, sometimes I won't know what's possible before I start looking, but I can always revise my list. And the revision can be kind of important because I might set a price range that I'm thinking about in my head and discover that I was completely off base. Yeah, that's going to make me need to rethink the purchase. It's better to have a realistic idea of what I'm willing to spend when doing that research. There's no point in looking at $200 rice cookers when my budget is 40 bucks. Another important aspect here is that we've got to set a time limit on how long we're willing to do something like research. 
All right, let's hold up for a second. I'm going to back up here and over-engineer what I'm talking about. Often, when we're adding things to our to-do list, we'll just jot something down like, buy rice cooker. Well, that's fine and dandy if you know exactly which rice cooker you're buying. But as we know, even then, we're probably still going to second-guess ourselves when we go to make that purchase. So instead, we might think, well, hey, I should write research rice cooker instead. But let's go a bit farther. Let's really make this to-do something that we'll be able to follow when we get to it. We want to get as specific as we can here. What do we really want our future selves to do? In this case, maybe we just want to look at the top models on Amazon, and so we can write our to-do as search Amazon for rice cookers. Or maybe we want to expand our search so we could change it to Google best rice cookers, or whatever search engine and terms you want to use. The point is to be specific about what you want to do. And next, we want to add the time aspect, and so our to-do could become Google best rice cookers, limit 30 minutes. Of course, then we also want to find some way that we might be able to enforce that time limit, like using an accountability buddy, or having a forced cutoff time at the end. Like if you have a meeting at 10.30, you can start your research at 10. Although, hey, maybe build in a little transition time there. I imagine a question that some of you might be forming is, doesn't this just make things more complex when we've been trying to think about how to make things simpler? Well, let's try thinking about this in terms of using Occam's razor step-by-step instead of over the whole process of things. What's the simplest way for me to remember to research rice cookers? To create a reminder or to-do? What's the simplest way for me to make sure I know exactly what I'm supposed to do? Be specific about what I write about in my reminder. What's the simplest way for me to make sure I don't spend too much time researching? Well, set a time limit. If we just ask the question, what's the simplest way to buy a rice cooker? we might think the answer is just buy a rice cooker. But that doesn't take into account how to best work with our ADHD brains, and it doesn't take into account all the steps that are going to be involved for us. With ADHD, we can also look for complex answers to our problems when the truth is that we have ADHD, and that's what our current problem is. We'll find reason after reason that we're procrastinating on a particular project and avoid the simpler solution that our ADHD makes things hard. And this is a problem because it means when we're looking for solutions, we're not looking for the right ones. One of my big projects last year was to organize my garage. And of course, there were lots of reasons that I didn't get to it, but two that often popped up into my head were, I don't have enough time, and I don't have enough bins to put everything away. Well, I have had enough time, and theoretically, I do have enough bins. So seeing as how my garage is still an unruly mess, that's clearly not really the problem. The simpler solution is that organizing my garage is boring. We all know that our ADHD doesn't really like doing things that are boring. This is a big project that can also get overwhelming. So I have this big, boring, overwhelming project. If I want to finish this project, I'm going to need better, more ADHD-focused solutions than just getting more bins and giving myself more time. Better ADHD solutions can mean that the simple solution isn't the solution with the fewest steps. So I want us to be thinking about this in terms of what works versus what is the simplest form. As I stated in the beginning of the episode, Occam's razor does not prescribe what the right answer is. It only states that when possible, we want to go with the solution that has the fewest assumptions. When I go put in a load of laundry and create a reminder to change it in an hour, there are two assumptions I could go with. I could go with that I'll forget about my laundry and need the reminder. Or I could go with that I'll remember and I don't need the reminder. We can't predict the future, 
but I know myself pretty well, and so the safe bet is that I'm going to need that reminder. Plus, it doesn't cost me anything to set up that reminder with voice commands. And let's dive into that a bit, because we could also look at those voice commands as a complication that perhaps I don't need. Because, of course, there's that upfront time cost of getting things set up on my phone so I can make those commands. But then in the long run, they do make my life simpler. And I think that's one of the tricks that is often at odds with Occam's Razor. Over the course of things, a little complication at the beginning can save you complications in the end. Just think about planning. It feels like it complicates the process of just doing something, because we could just dive in and do. But planning can also help you from running into problems later on. While it can feel like planning is unnecessary, I often find that just a little bit of planning ahead of time ends up making everything easier and cuts down the complexity overall. So I may be leaving you wondering if we should be applying Occam's razor at all. How can we really apply this idea that the simplest explanation is often the preferable one if adding complexity can actually make things simpler? Let me reiterate that we want solutions that work. Simple solutions that don't work aren't really solutions. And at the same time, we don't want to add more complications into things than we need to. With ADHD, our simple may seem complicated to a neurotypical, but that doesn't make it wrong. Too often, people try to oversimplify things in the belief that simple is always better. But we can't ignore truths about ourselves just because the simple answer is easier. I frequently see this issue with things like weight loss. The adage we all hear is, eat less, move more. It's just that simple. And yes, it absolutely is, but also, no, it is not. Because yes, the mechanics of calories are fairly simple. But reducing the issue to just eating less and moving more completely ignores the issue of how someone gained weight in the first place. It ignores the why behind the problem. And when you don't address that why, you aren't going to be making any progress. Imagine someone who stress eats. Just telling them to eat less isn't going to help the problem. Instead, they need to be looking for healthier ways to cope with their stress and lowering their overall stress. That's going to have a much bigger impact. When we actually accept the problem for what it is instead of just looking for the easiest and simplest ideas, we can then create real solutions that might actually help. Remember, Occam's Razor is about going with the fewest assumptions, and sometimes that means that the simplest answer isn't the right one because it isn't taking into account the complexity of the problem. ADHD is going to make a lot of our problems more complex because we have to take into account our ADHD. If we're trying to solve problems as if we just didn't have ADHD, then we're not going to be coming up with good solutions. Spend the time to ask better questions, and you'll get better answers. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. 1. Occam's Razor states, Plurality should not be posited without necessity. Or more simply, when we're looking at competing ideas, we want to go with the one that has the fewest assumptions, that the simplest explanation is often preferable to a complex one. 2. With ADHD, we can use Occam's Razor to help when we're overcomplicating things. Often, we go all in on ideas and don't let ourselves see the forest for the trees. 3. While the simplest explanation is often preferable, we also have to keep in mind that we have ADHD. What might be a simple solution for a neurotypical might not be a viable solution for us. That's it. Thanks for listening. You can find show notes for this episode at hackingyouradhd.com slash Occam's Razor. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hacking Your ADHD. 
or you can leave me a question over at hackingyouradhd.com slash contact. And if you want, I can even try and answer that question on the air. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best thing you can do is tell a friend an episode you think they'd like. You could also leave me a rating or review on your podcast player, or you can support me directly by supporting my Patreon and getting some cool perks. Just go to hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. That's hackingyouradhd.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. The ADHD Rewired Podcast Network also has some other great shows you might want to check out. ADHD Rewired with Eric Tivers features in-depth interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts. And ADHD Essentials with Brendan Mahan also has great interviews, but has more of a family focus. So if you're a parent with ADHD or have a kid with ADHD, definitely check that one out. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, I do a live Q&A with Eric and Brendan every second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to register for the next one, just go to ADHDrewired.com slash events. And now for your moment of dad. If there was a murder at a barbershop, I'm sure the detectives could deduce that the most likely murder weapon would be Occam's razor. (laughs) 